Clear Channel's iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show. Better than before. An hour of beauty, health, fitness, and lifestyle advice from renowned columnist and author Jane Wilkins Michael and her guest, top experts in their fields. Join Jane's campaign to become better than before. Now, here she is, Jane Wilkins Michael. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show, Better Than Before, on iHeartRadio Talk. I'm Jane. I'm coming to you live from New York City. I want to thank you so much for being with us. And now, here she is, the person who is so cool. She makes the 150-degree <laughs> heat in New York City seem bearable. My producer, oh, my producer, Lori Houston. Jeannie, we're going to get to you in one second, but first we're going sure. to get to my producer, Lori. You're here. You're here. We're, you're with us. Everyone, Jeannie will be on in one second. Lori Houston. <laughs> Lori, say hi to everyone out there. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jeannie. Hey, hey Jane, how here. are you, Lori? Good. Well, I just want to tell you, Laura, you were you were country before country was cool. And speaking of cool, our guest yesterday, Tim McGraw, was kind of cool, right? Yes. Great guy. All right. Well, I'm making everything cool today because, as I mentioned, here in New York City, we are experiencing a heat wave, and it's like somebody takes a box, that would be New York City, and puts a lid on it, that would be New York City. It's really stifling. But we city women are brave and strong and stay in air conditioning. However, (laughs) we have two brave, strong, and truly fascinating women on our show today. After the break, we'll meet Debbie Kicken. She's a travel journalist and author whose latest book, The Globetrotters Get Gorgeous Guide, is a bestseller on Amazon. And since some people other than myself, who doesn't even know what the word vacation means anymore, actually do go away this time of year, she will show us how to, as she says, take the travails out of travel. But right now, I'd like to tell you all about my first guest. She is Jeannie Mai. She's a makeup artist, fashion expert, TV personality. You probably all remember her as the host of the Style Network series, How Do I Look? And USA's uh, Character Fantasy. She is a fashion expert. Again, she is frequently featured on numerous television programs, such as NBC's Today Show and on the Fashion Tips Today segment on Extra TV and on Ease, the Daily Ten, as well as the Miss Universe pageant. Uh, But now she's on a hit daytime talk show on Fox, and it's also in syndication. It's called The Real. Now you're on, Jeannie. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) How are you? Oh, gosh, I feel like I should send you a check for reading all those, (laughs) reading my entire bio. I forget how much uh, that there is to that. Send me an editing check. I had to edit like pages and pages because you've done an awful lot. So, oh, uh, oh, gosh, I I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I must say radio is easy. We don't have to do our hair, wear makeup. We can wear flip flops. Nobody will be the wiser. But live TV is a whole other story. And of course, Jeannie, (laughs) you'd be beautiful in any medium. But so speaking of TV, tell me about the real Oh, uh, well, the real, first off, thank you so much for the compliments. 
I I can't wait to get back into it. We start up, um, our first episode comes out September 14th. I've been away from the girls for a few months now, and I miss it. I miss our conversations. I miss getting back into, you know, and we have so much to catch up on. Every day we start out with the girl chat, which is my favorite portion of the show, where we just get to talk about all the things that you would talk about with your girlfriends over drinks, except we're not having drinks and we're doing it on, on television. But that's the best part, you know, when you can just speak so candidly with a bunch of women that are kind of relating or going through or going to go through the things that you're experiencing. So um, when we get back to the show, I mean, there's so many exciting pieces of news. Tamara Mowry Housley just had her new baby girl, um, Araya, and we can't wait to catch up on that. I just came back from the Amalfi Coast and also just shot a new show called Steampunk. I can't wait to tell the girls about Adrian is off. Uh, running around America with Ryan Seacrest's new show, Knock Knock. Lonnie has been touring like crazy and also finishing up her film. Um, uh, and T- uh, Tamar has been performing all over with her new singles, and so there's a lot to catch up on. Wow. So you spent, how much of the beginning do you spend just chit-chatting with your co-host? We spend about like a good, I mean, when you tape it, you know, it's a good like 40 minutes or so, but what you see on the show is probably about 15 because we get to good stuff for you guys. <laughs> And who comes up with the ideas? You just read newspapers or current events and you discuss it? You know, it we before. actually go through exactly what is real, um, what, what is really going on. Yes, sometimes it's current events, but it's also like what's going on in our lives. We'll, we'll talk about our marriages, the ups and downs that, you know, for those who are married out there know exactly what we're talking about. And, you know, for me, it's also important subjects like what I'm doing right now with Biogen and Self Magazine. It's all about um, how we can better one another's lives and, you know, the recent partnership that I've joined with Biogen is all about myself and my Aunt Lynn, who is living with uh, relapsing multiple sclerosis. So this is something that I would absolutely talk about with my ladies on what it's like for her with this condition. It's such a common condition out there, but it's easily misunderstood and, and how I've teamed up with such an amazing uh, team to be able to explain how we can accommodate one another to understand the condition more. You know, it's interesting you mentioned MS, and we're going to talk about that in, in detail. Um, it is a chronic disease. It attacks the central nervous system, and that, of course, is made up right. of the brain, the spinal cord, the optic nerves. And I was amazed how many people it does uh, affect. Has, you know, 2.3 million, some, you know, mm-hmm. huge figure. And I recently had... Um, hip replacement. Lori does not want to hear the story again, so I will not say it. I'm sure no one else does either out there. So, But I was in, in rehab and a lot of the patients were had MS and I thought yeah. I had never even heard of this before. I mean, I never knew anyone who had it and now I know many, many women. And I think it is predominantly women, right? Two to three times as many women as men develop it. And the gender difference has actually been increasing uh, over the past 50 years, which is very frightening. And I know a very good friend of mine, she had very, um, it was a classmate of mine, she said she had these odd symptoms, like her foot went numb. And she, she didn't quite know what was the matter. She knew something was the matter, but she didn't quite know what was the matter. And the only way that she personally found out was they did a, I think, a spinal tap, and they found out that she had MS. It was sort of a process of elimination for her, and it was like, wow, I mean, that's so scary for her. But then again, um, you hear many, many women have it, and they're very functioning. They're fine, 
you know, and, and I guess, right. you know, I, I guess it affects everyone differently. Um, so how, how does this affect for the most part women? How do you know that you even have it? Right. Well, just like you said, it's, it's, it's something that affects everybody differently for myself. The only way that I can, you know, um, uh, describe it is what happened with my aunt Lynn. Right. She, uh, we were very close and we, we loved being active, you know, taking long walks and going shopping and just being, you know, fun and girly together. And I just started to see her, her, um, daily lifestyle become a little bit more difficult you know, with each passing year that we, we didn't even realize that she had it. You're right. It's something that kind of creeps up on you. And if you're not aware of it, um, you don't know until you literally go and get checked up and get diagnosed. So for my aunt, things that became difficult for her were even just taking the, the normal routine walks that we had, um, just being able to stay stabilized or not getting dizzy. Um, her, her, her energy level changed. Her sleep patterns changed. And, you know, these things affected her mood swings, her, her, her you know, ability to get irrit- irritated quickly. I mean, they all just kind of um, spiral into one another depending on what, you know, level of RMS you might have. But the most important thing and the reason why I'm teaming up with Biogen and Self Magazine is to make everybody aware of the, the – of what the condition is, what the disease is like, how it affects different people, and to provide different tips so that you can imagine life different with the disease. Um, that's pretty much the most important reason why I teamed up with uh, with the with Biogen and Self Magazine. Um, now, together, TV, my aunt just, Lynn and I. Um, backtrack a little bit. You mentioned R uh, uh, MS. That's relapsing mm-hmm. MS. Does everyone relapse, or do you reach do you go into remission and you never get it again? How does that work? Right. It's, it's pretty much considered relapsing multiple sclerosis because multiple sclerosis does relapse. So whether you call it MS or RMS, it does come and go. That's, that's an expectation that's safe to have. So with that being said, um, I do refer to it as RMS because that's what my Aunt Lynn is living with. How's she doing? Oh, thank you for asking. She's doing better now when I was able to kind of help help her, you know, it took a while for us to connect on, you know, for me to understand what was difficult for her and for her to understand that she could just make some quick, uh, small steps in creating a different atmosphere for her, her, her everyday life. You know, so like when I mentioned those walks earlier that became difficult for her, I just thought, okay, well, I guess we just have to stop taking walks because it's not comfortable for Aunt Lynn. Not realizing, you know, after it kind of dawned on me that, you know, with the profession that I'm in, I'm a fashion expert, and I'm giving these tips to women all the time on how to improve their daily lives um, uh, with different style swaps. I can do the same for my aunt. So literally, it became things as easy as changing out the shoes that she would wear, um, creating a more balanced, um, um, gate for her to be able to feel comfortable in doing those long walks that we, we would do before or just changing the route so that it wasn't, you know, uphill or, or too exhausting for her. Um, even oh, my favorite one that, that I swapped out for her that she's obsessed about right now is um, taking away her purse that used to be so heavy for her and, and, and made her feel like she kind of had an uneven gait because of the, the weight that was distributed on one shoulder as an average purse was. And I showed her the newest trend for 2015, which is the backpack or the belt bag. These really cool um, smaller, which all of us women need a smaller bag. I mean, let's be honest. we got to take the kitchen sink out of it. We really <laughs> don't need it every day. And showing her how to wear a backpack that is so trendy and cool 
today that has a really cool style, style shape to it. And she just like was floored the fact that she was rocking something that is on trend today, but changed her life so much differently because every day she, her, she felt her weight was more evenly distributed. So things like that became I backpacks. I must tell you, I love backpacks. I thought they went me too. scrungy, quite frankly, yes. but I have been using them and I can't, it, for me just carrying, I'm sort of off balance when I carry a bag with right. a strap because I don't know right. exactly me what too. arm in it. So if I put a backpack on, I feel, um, like it's there and I'm secure. It kind of helps your posture because you stand up a little straight. A hundred percent. I and totally you agree a balance, with you. Right. So it seems, you know, what are the backpacks? So I'm, don't know if I have the, the, the right one. What are the ones that you recommend? Some of the Well, you've got to go check out Self Magazine, the Reimagine Myself program, and you'll see okay. every month I'm actually inserting a new blog about different um, style swaps that you can do, and one of them is the backpack. Absolutely. You'll see the brand that I represent or that I uh, recommend there, and also some cool belt bags too, because when I talk about a backpack, I'm not talking about like a Jansport. Okay, ladies, let's get it right. Like <laughs> nothing, Not that there's something wrong with that unless you're going to school or, or, you know, taking it on travel. But a backpack every day for a stylish woman should be something that's slimline, should be chic, it should shape to her body, and it should be really comfortable and cool. And so that's one of the, the types of swaps that I recommended to my Aunt Lynn. Um, and I also talk a lot about therapy, which brings me back to what you had said earlier about, you know, being on radio, and I understand that you're right, going, to, going on radio, you don't have to, you know, dress a certain way or anything because nobody's watching. But let's not forget that the reason why we get dressed in the morning, those 5, 10, 15 minutes that we, we spend sprucing ourselves up is really for ourselves. It's not for anybody else out there. I mean, I get up and put on a bright lip or, or put on my favorite, you know, um, colored pants because it's, for me, therapy is the idea of, of, it's my idea of the psychology of style, to be able to enhance your mood from the outside in. And believe me, it works. Where when you're feeling lethargic. I like that. Wear a pee. Right, Lori, right. I like that. Wear a pee. Instead of therapy, it's wear a pee. That's good. Yep, exactly. I, it's giving yourself the wear a pee that you need to enhance your mood. When you're tired or lazy when it's a Monday morning, all of us know what a Monday morning feels like. If you were to throw on some, you know, big baggy sweats and a black T-shirt, well, guess what? You're probably going to immerse yourself in that mood and hide from anybody that you want to run into in public. And that's not the way to get yourself out of that funk. Even on a Monday morning, trust me, I'm not trying to put on a, a, a pencil skirt or squeeze myself into skinny jeans, but I will put on a maxi dress that has beautiful, robust colors, maybe an energetic citrus tone like yellow or orange, and just throw it on. It's a one and done dress that, you know, you can or, or don't have to put a belt around your waist and call it a day. It's the same amount of time than putting on sweats. So little swaps like that can really help to manipulate your mood and you control the way you feel. And that's something my Aunt Lynn had to learn as well. I love my sweats, though. I haven't given those up. <laughs> I, okay, but I will tights. tell you there are cool sweats out there. I'm with you. I, there are cool sweats out there with different colors and shapes so that they don't look kind of baggy and draggy so that if you do run into someone at Target or, you know, running errands, that you're not going to be embarrassed because you look cute. Now, let me go back to your Reimagine Myself program. Is that all part of, is this just for MS or can we broaden that to any, anybody could benefit from that program? 
it was inspired to help women living with RMS, but I will be uh, truthful with you that in saying that all the tips I find on there are actually beneficial for every woman who wants to be smart about the style swaps or the lifestyle swaps you can make to live your life differently. I the the eating tips on there, the the um, decorating tips, the home design tips, the traveling tips, the workout tips, and my style tips are great for any person out there. Like what you just shared there, you know the back pack is something that you could look at differently and, and even, you know, make a swap for your own person and be a little bit more comfortable. I mean, things like that, they apply to everybody. So I'm glad that you asked that because that's a big realization. Even I had reading the site, I was like, wait a minute, these are things I want to try and I don't have RMS. So yeah, it, I, I absolutely think every woman out there should check it out. Now let's go back to some of those tips. Um, you mentioned you talk about food. So let's, what, what is the current trend? I know it's gluten-free, but, you know, again, the the two people who are celiac have celiac disease have made everything seems gluten free today. I mean, literally, <laughs> you cannot go in a store without seeing rows and rows of gluten free. And as I've talked about on the show, you know, we've said people have I've asked people what is gluten free, and they have no idea. You know, it's the part of the wheat that makes you fat. It's a grain. It's you know they don't really right. know. So they're sort of they're following this trend because. They think they should. You know, it's the fad du, du jour. As, as right, well. right. You know, so, for something as far as food, I, I really, really, really encourage you to check out the blog itself because that's where you'll get the details um, and break those myths on whether or not gluten-free is right or wrong for you. To each person, it's really, it's really dependent on their conditions and their, and, and, and their level of comfort. You know, it, it's not something to just kind of blanket for every single person out there living with RMS. But I promise that if you check out the site on selfmagazine.com, you'll be able to see perfect tips that work for your lifestyle. Right. Well, talk a little bit about the food. What do, what do you eat? What do you recommend for my good diet? I like yeah. to eat what's good. I like a good truffle fried try, and I also love a good gluten-free pancake. Like, I, 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 you know, I scale depending on my mood. I think it's important to eat um, to make yourself happy, but at the same time, anything in, 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 um, in large amounts is not healthy for you. And I also love to, to get the workout tips from the selfmagazine.com uh, website to be able to keep myself fit while I'm eating my truffle French fries. <laughs> well, that, that, yes, that, that works. I don't know. Where do you get truffle French fries? <laughs> that sounds, that sounds I get them here. I mean, most restaurants carry them. I will go to a restaurant unless they have it. It's like my weakness. I love it. Truffle French fries. Wow. I haven't eaten a French fry, a regular French fry in years, but this sounds actually something something I might look into. Sounds very sounds You've very got good. to. You but haven't lived until you've had a truffle French fry. In L.A., you do have fresher food, though. That makes the difference because here in New York, it's, it's difficult. And, you know, my biggest complaint is that if you want good food, it's going to cost you more because nothing is local. So it's very difficult to for, for the average person. If you go into Whole Foods, if you buy like two items or 22 items. It seems like the same price. It never changes. I have the same food bill no matter how. You know, my kids have now moved out and it was just my husband and me and I was in the elevator one day with this huge food cart and someone said, oh, you must have a huge family. And I was so embarrassed to say, well, no, it's just the two of us. So I said, oh yeah, very, very big family, you know. And then, but you know, you you try to stock up on the good food because locally it's, it's hard, you know. It's hard to get really good food. And you, in LA, that's why everyone is I think more fit than in New York because you you sort of have more options the exercise the food right lifestyle is a little bit more uh, conducive to good health so true that is so true you nailed it right 
Uh, now let's talk about, you were a stylist. You started out as a stylist, right? How, how did you come to be a stylist? Um, basically with the passion of being able to enhance women's motivation in their, in their self-identity. My mom immigrated here from Vietnam two years before I was born and just taught me from day one that at the end of the day, if you don't have a lot of money or you don't have the ability to speak English, if, you just, if everything was stripped from you, you can teach people to respect you by the way that you look. Um, walking into a room and carrying yourself a certain way and not just because of what you're wearing but because of how you felt because how you felt from preparing yourself. That's really how to build self-confidence and teach other people to be confident in your talents. And I just learned that from a young age and continued it on and I realized that it was a, it was a big tip that my mom didn't realize a lot of women need out there. So as a first-generation-born American, I was excited to be able to share something that my mom taught me at a young age to the rest of the world. So I worked hard and, and became the stylist that I am today and, and the television personality to share this message. Now, do a lot of your listeners, your listeners, your your uh, your audience, I should say, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm still in radio land here. Do a lot of your audience? Do you have as an interactive? Do they ask you questions? Oh yeah, and I love that. I have such a great um, audience. Um, and right. what I are some like of the friends. questions that they want to know? You know, like it's all it's always like myths. A lot of myths, like you know, can every girl um, actually wear? Uh, skinny jeans, um, what is important for different proportions of the body. Like Women will ask a lot of the same questions, which is important because we all are so shaped differently, but I love being able to communicate with them on Instagram, which is the Jeannie Mai, Twitter, at Jeannie Mai, and Facebook, um, I Heart Jeannie Mai. It's, it's super important to me to be able to have an open dialogue with women because no question is ever um, too small to answer. I can answer that question. Not every woman should wear skinny jeans. I being one of those women. <laughs> so just, just you know so what though, you know. there are different variations of skinny jeans. I like to wear a skinny jean that has at least three percent spandex, and skinny doesn't necessarily mean that it's like sucking in your entire leg. It's okay to wear a skinny jean that that has a little bit of a straight leg to it, and that's still skinny. You know. Um, um, uh, that still goes under the category of a skinny jean. So it's different types. I promise. How about makeup trends? Let's talk a little bit about that because you're also a makeup artist. What are some of the trends? That's right. I would say a matte lip right now is the biggest trend, which I really love. Uh, We love the glossy lip. We've worn it for over 15 years. But a matte lip is really comfortable for women to not have to feel like they've got a lot uh, to constantly blot or fix on their lips. So look out for the lipsticks that have just a basic matte on your lips, and it gives you a really nice modern take. So let's break this down if we can for our final um, few minutes of the show. We will read your, what is it, InStyle Magazine? Um, what's the magazine? Selfmagazine.com. Self, self, sorry. Yep, Reimagine okay. Myself. It's too hot in New York, right? I'm sort of blacking. blacking. <laughs> okay. uh, so Self Magazine, Reimagine Myself, which is fine for uh, women uh, with MS, RMS, or or. Or all of us. That's for for women. Correct. Where, um, so break it down, if you will. Some of the tips that we will be able to read, but you could be the the live tips here. What do you say, lifestyle tip wise? Let's start with food. What is your advice? Let's give some some concrete tips from diet, exercise, makeup, and style. Starting with well, you definitely have to check out the blog uh, for the food and the lifestyle tips because that's something that. 
I, I really want you to check out because it's got so many details that I don't want to miss. But for my portion, as far as the style and the aesthetics, um, the backpack tip that I shared with you is one of my favorites. Wear P is another thing that, that is very important to learn the psychology of colors. And you'll be able to see it every single month because we are updating the blog with new um, entries so that you can keep yourself on top of all the fresh news that should come out. And tell me something, what's the backpack you recommend? <laughs> I can't wait to read it. I'm looking at mine. Sure. It's called, well, the backpack I recommend is Sorial, S-O-R-I-A-L. I love their backpacks. But if you take a look at the shapes and the links that I provide on the site, you'll be able to see a myriad of different types of backpacks besides just that one. I'm so glad I'm finally back in style. What can I tell you? It's been a long see? time. I'm, I'm, I'm very, so glad too. I, I'm I'm very happy to be. So I have my backpack. I have my matte lipstick, which I do wear. <laughs> when I wear lipstick, I usually just wear liner. I don't and and, and blistex basically. So that's my. And that's okay. Uh, Whatever works for you. Oh my yeah. gosh! But it's it's good to be open minded to see what else is out there too. So I applaud you for that. Of course. And tell us, Jeannie, where they can find you. You can find me on The Reel, which is airing September 14th. You can also find me on Steampunk. The Reel is on Fox. Steampunk is on GSN. That is going to be airing late August. I'm excited about that new show. And, of course, on all my social media. So check me out on Instagram, at the Jeannie Mai, on Twitter, at Jeannie Mai, and then on Facebook, I Heart Jeannie Mai. And it's spelled M-A-I. That's right. Right. J E A. N-N-I-E-M-A-I. And I'm sure I pronounced it right when it, when, before you came on the air. So thank you so much for being with us. It was a treat to meet you, a treat to talk to you, and I will certainly check out your blog and also watch you on the show when it returns on September 4th. Thank you. Come and I can't soon. wait for to see some of the changes that you make. Tweet me these pictures. I want to see them. Okay. I will. Will do. Thank you so much, Jeannie. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Awesome. Okay, bye, guys. Bye-bye. Everyone stay with us. When we come back, we'll be talking to Debbie Kickham, who will take the travail out of our travels. You're listening to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show on iHeartRadio Talk. Stay with us. We'll be back. As listeners of our iHeartRadio Talk Show know, Jane Wilkins Michael is one of the foremost experts on all things health, beauty, and fitness. Jane has just released her highly anticipated new book, Long Live You!, a step-by-step plan to look and feel better than before. In it, she shares a collection of advice, tips, and personal antidotes, along with lifestyle suggestions from some of the world's top beauty, health, and fitness experts, many of whom have been interviewed on this show. Are you hoping to make positive health decisions, improve your emotional well-being, establish a support system, give something back to your community and the world? Jane's new book will help you look years younger and also live a longer, healthier, happier, and more beautiful life. You can order Long Live You, your step-by-step plan to look and feel better than before at your local bookstore or at Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com, where it's available for delivery or as an ebook. Or go to Jane's website, janewilkinsmichael.com. Now, back to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show. Want to know where you can hear Jane Wilkins Michael's show better than before? Well, that's easy. You can tune into Jane via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Jane Wilkins Michael and better than before. Welcome back, everyone. 
We are on the air live. I'm coming to you from New York City. This is Jane, and I'm here with Lori, as always. And now I'd like to welcome to the show Debbie Kickham. She's a former editor and media spokesperson of Rob Report Magazine, and she has been a travel journalist for more than 25 years. She's also a digital marketing expert. She has her own firm right on the East Coast here in Westwood, Mass. And her third book, The Globetrotters Get Gorgeous Guide, hit number one on Amazon in the Honeymoon Travel Guide category. And it's about how to take the travails out of your travels, whether you're on your honeymoon or not. It's really for everyone. Hi, Debbie. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being with us. Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And let's talk a little bit about traveling. I, as I said in the intro, I don't even know what the word vacation means anymore. I forgot what it is. I haven't had one in how many years? (laughs) I don't know. I, I lost count. But now, oh, I know. I mean, traveling has just gotten to be so brutal, especially airline travel. And people get so exhausted. And then, uh, you know, what I also have found is that when you take a trip, usually your diet and exercise routine takes its own vacation. So, you know, people then usually forget about doing the very things they need to do in order to feel good and look good and feel well and healthy. That's so right. that's why I love the Globetrotters Get Gorgeous Guide, because it's all about the little tips and tricks that you can do that can make you look good and feel good when you travel. And, and, and just in time. You know, it's true. When you come back from any vacation, by the time you get back through the airport or however you're going, and you deal with everything that you deal with in the travel, it's almost like you've never been. You need another one, like a year at a spa, simply because you're so stressed out from the travel, not just that alone and right exactly the only way to go debbie i have decided is a private plane are you listening people who make gulfstream g uh 550 because christmas is only four months away (laughs) perfectly happy to accept uh, a a private plane um and that's the um that's the 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 only way to go right Of, of course that's not practical for 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 anyone these days but um other than your own plane or your Amex, uh, what is a must-have item that you should never leave home without? Well, I'll tell you. It's a product that I discovered in France many years ago. Um, it's called Oscillococcinum. Some people just call it Oscillo, O-S-C-I-L-L-O. And actually, you don't have to wait you go to France to buy it because you can go down to Walgreens and buy it in the United States. But it's the number one uh, over-the-counter flu remedy in France. And I'll tell you, so many times I've been on a trip somewhere in the world and I can feel myself getting a flu and getting a sore throat. And I will take Oscillo every two hours. They're little tablets and you let them melt under your tongue. And it has saved my life so many times when I know I need to be in my best shape and my best form and I feel a little run down. But if I take Oscillo... I feel wonderful afterwards. And that's a homeopathic remedy, right? That's right. It's a homeopathic remedy. It's made by a company in the United States called Boyron. And um, I just, I never leave home without it. And I give it to everybody that I know when I know they're going on a trip. Because, you know, inevitably somebody's going to get sick or get a virus 
or feel terrible or feel run down, and that'll really just help you feel a lot better a lot quicker. Now, should you just take it preventatively, so don't wait till you get sick? No, no. You only take it if you feel the onset of flu symptoms coming on. Um, But I have found that it works better than any other flu remedy I've ever used. Also, you know, when you when you when you're in a plane and you're breathing that same recirculated air, that's why a lot of people when they get home they get sick, or when they go wherever they're going they get sick because of the plane. You know, they're they're breathing exactly. everybody else's and, germs. But you know what? I have a tip for that. There is a fabulous product out there. I actually saw it advertised on Shark Tank, but they're called First Defense Nasal Shields. They're like these tiny, tiny little screens that you put um, in your nose, and they're very discreet, that you don't look ridiculous, um, You sit, and you can sit in your airline seat, and it filters the air, and apparently this is like a huge, huge product in the Middle East, that when people in the Middle East fly, they always use those, but that can help you. Um, another product that I really love, it's called Urban Essentials, they're these wonderful citrus towelettes. I buy mine at Whole Foods, and they come like in a delicious citrus um, essence. And what you can do is I use them as a wake-me-up if I had taken a nap on the plane, but you can also use them to disinfect your surroundings on a plane, the tray table, you know, all those things that you don't want to touch. And they have a delightful aroma. So it's, it's almost like imparting a beautiful fragrance into your airline seat. And it also disinfects. Yeah, that's important because, you know, now they don't wash. Obviously, they don't wash the blankets in between uh, passengers. Oh. So, I mean, it, that's your, your act, you're wrapping yourself in somebody else's blanket. You don't know whose blanket. It's like someone comes to exactly. your house and then tries on all your blankets. It, it's kind of disgusting if you think about it. And they don't Oh, give it you is. You really, you really need to travel with your own blanket and pillow. You know, hopefully a little cashmere blanket or even like a custom-made baby blanket. And that's what Georgette Mosbacher does. She told me she had a custom-made baby blanket made. And it comes, you know, with her on every single trip. And people ask her, where did you get that? And, you know, you really need your own blanket and pillow. I know Georgette. I would think that she would. I I, I would know. I would think she would do that. <laughs> it's very, very something that I would expect of her to bring her custom made baby blanket. She's wonderful. Um, now, uh, some of the other unusual things that uh, make travel a little more easier that we don't really think about before we go. What do you recommend? Sure. Sure. Um, Well, first of all, I always bring a lot of slimming snacks because I don't want to gain weight. And the one thing that I always take with me is a delicious cereal like Kashi, powdered milk, and raisins. And I always bring a bowl. So this way I know I have a breakfast if I need it, I have a dinner if I need it, and I have a pre-workout snack if I need some fuel. Um, I always... uh, Travel with something like some sweet 20-calorie dried plums and cherry, which are delicious, and they put a tiger in my tank, especially before I need to go to the gym. And uh, and then another thing that I always take with me is Laughing Cow Cheese Wedges, because they're only 35 calories, and you put that on some diet bread, and you have an excellent snack. But, How about yeah, food one of the to bring on the plane, things, Debbie? How about food, yes. you know, just backtracking the plane? You can't bring it. You can't even bring water. 
uh, through the airport before you no. check in. And then you buy it there. I'm convinced it's because they want you to frequent the stores in the actual airport rather than bring your own. But how do you, but, you know, what do you think of when you, for food wise, for the plane for a minute, and then we'll go back to the hotels and traveling? What do you, yeah, um, do you bring? well, what some people, what I do, I bring an empty bottle. And then after I go through security, I fill up my water bottle. And then I will bring, like, flavored water packets and lemonade or cherry or something like that and add that to my water. So it makes me feel like I'm having a really, really nice little mocktail. And uh, and and uh, I don't have to worry about, you know, buying an expensive bottle of water. And I have that with me all the time, and I travel with that all the time. And then food at the airport. They're getting better, but they're very expensive. So you can't bring food with you. You have to kind of buy it at the airport. You don't want to eat airplane food. That's disgusting. And so do you find, what do you find at the airport that's edible? Well, I actually think pizza is a very healthy thing to eat. If I can have a slice of pizza with a lot of vegetables, I always ask for it with extra sauce, just a little bit of cheese. And then when I get it, if there's any olive oil on it, I just dab it all out with a napkin. But I'm a big pizza eater. I've always felt that it's a healthy thing to eat, that it's not this, you know, horrible thing, um, you know, to put in your system. I really think that it fills you up. You get the lycopene from the tomatoes. You get some cheese. You get a little bit of carb from the bread. And to me, that's always a safe thing. Another thing that I would always recommend at the airport is really just to get, like, a nice turkey sandwich maybe with some borsan cheese on whole wheat bread, you know, something like that you really can't miss with. Pizza-wise, you must be related to my husband because that's his theory of pizza. He's (laughs) pro-pizza. I am pro-gluten-free. He is definitely pro-pizza. The more gluten, the better. The other thing is for traveling, you're allowed nothing as far as my daughter is going for six weeks. She just finished. She just took the bar exam. Uh, she's going for six weeks uh, to Europe and she uh, before she starts to work. And since she's not going to be on the – she's going to be on commercial airlines but smaller planes. And I, I think – and they charge you and she doesn't want to spend for checking her bags all the time. And I think she's allowed like a purse. And that's yeah. that's is what you you find today. I mean you you have to pay for bags so you have to take stuff with you. So to prepare for a trip, what, what are the essentials that you put in your bag that you can even take with you then you don't have to check that fits in a bag that you can put a, over your head or under your seat or wherever it goes? Well, I'll tell you, one thing that I also never travel without is a silk or satin pillowcase. It basically weighs nothing, um, but it always keeps your hair very nice. Um, I know other people, well, I'm going to Paris in October, and I'm taking my sister. And she said, Debbie, what should I take on my trip? And I said, you know, you really just need a pair of jeans for the day, a pair of nice black pants for the evening for when you go out to dinner, some nice sweaters. Um, We're going in October. And, you know, the thing is, you know, it's not like we're all Kim Kardashian dodging the paparazzi when we arrive at a destination. Nobody's going to really care if you wear the same sweater two days in a row. So I think as long as you bring something that's nice and clean or something that you can, you know, wash out in the hotel sink, 
I'm a big believer in that. Um, but your daughter, um, if she's going to be going away, she should definitely take a little medicine bag, you know, to make sure that um, she has a little case filled with aspirin. Um, she should definitely take a filled prescription for azithromycin. Um, I never travel without a filled prescription for azithromycin because inevitably my husband, Bill, or I wind up with a raging infection, uh, you know, somewhere because of something. And it just eliminates, you know, going to a local doctor and paying through the nose to go to a local doctor. So I strongly recommend, um, you know, a little med- medicine bag. That's it. And you can bring it on the plane with you if they're in small little little vials, yes, right? Yes. As a matter of fact, um, there is a, there's two websites that your audience should know about. One is called um, uh, threefluidounces.com, three where everything is three fluid ounces or less. There's another excellent website. It's called minimus.biz. That's M-I-N-I-M-U-S dot B-I-Z. They make just about everything you could ever want in three ounces or less. And these are wonderful companies to go to um, if you want to get something in a small size for a trip. And also, here's another little tip that I discovered. You know, if you go to your local dollar store where everything is a dollar, because things are only a dollar, they tend to come in smaller sizes. So you can stock up on ibuprofen. Um, you know, you can stock up on ibuprofen or aspirin or a little container of hairspray um, or things like that. Um, but, you know, just going back to what I said about the azithromycin, you just have to be careful if you pack antibiotics and how you take them. I mean, you can't, just, you can't take them nonchalantly. You have to make sure you have a raging infection. Right, but right. But I no, always try to get ahead as to, you, you know, there. how I yeah. might become ill on a trip and always pack a little medicine bag. Right. Nothing ruins your trip more than getting sick and not knowing the local doctors or what to do. So that, that that is an interesting tip. Now, because you're going to Paris, I might let you use my Gulfstream G550. That is possible that I'm planning that they're going to send me one. So I'll ask them a little sooner. When are you going to Paris? <laughs> I'll have to talk to I'm Gulfstream. I'm going in October with my sister. October, that's good. A little before Christmas, but maybe I can get one a little bit earlier. Um, now, maybe, uh, right? we'll go over in that. So I used to live there. It's wonderful. It's just such a nice, a nice city. But again, when you, when you travel, it, no matter where you go, the actual, the actual travel part is, is so stressful that you, half of the time you don't even appreciate getting there. You're just, you want to sleep. You don't want to do anything. You're just like, you, you need yeah. to. Yeah. Well, you know, I find that whenever, whenever I go to Europe, the first thing that I do when I arrive in my hotel room is take a nap. So if I arrive at seven in the morning, I'll sleep till about four. And then I'll get up and have dinner and kind of live normally after that. Um, another thing that you can do, um, well, I, I also take a lot of naps when I travel, too. I find that really helps. But another thing, sometimes just washing your face and taking a really nice shower can wake you up. And I actually travel with my own luxury bar of soap because it, it takes even a Motel 6 shower and turns it into a four-season spa. So I would always pack a little, you know, luxury soap and... um you know, those are just some of the things that I do 
when I travel, because you, you really have to, you know, guard against, you know, being so tired. Oh, and another thing I do is I exfoliate my face when I get to my hotel room. I use a travel clarisonic. There's also like a Japanese little sponge called the Bintatan that weighs nothing. And you can travel with that and exfoliate your face, wash your face really well, add a beautiful moisturizer such as a product like made by JK7 in Hawaii. They make a beautiful luxury moisturizer. Put that on your face. And, you know, just that act alone, I think, will make you feel better when you arrive so tired at your destination. Now, you also mentioned that when you travel, you travel with a jump rope? To, with a to keep, With a jump rope to keep up your exercise? Oh, well, no, I actually don't take the jump rope. I actually will jump rope in my hotel room without the oh, without jump rope, the rope because there's usually not enough room. Oh, yeah. I'm and wow, it's, <laughs> it's on those days when um, if they don't have a gym or I feel I haven't walked enough, I will literally just, you know, like jump rope without the rope in my room and go through the motions to give myself the exercise. I'll do that for like 15 or 20 minutes, and then I'll get on the floor and do some Pilates and some Jane Fonda. But um, I think it is really important when you travel to try to keep up your fitness routine. There's one, I'm I'm reading some of the the -the off-the-wall travel tips that you write about, and I love them. Bring your own high-thread count sheets, which I, I'm still wanting to have in my own house, and pool thermometer if you're a swimmer. What? How great is that? Yes. <laughs> I love well, it. Well, I'll tell you. When I wrote my, my book, The Globetrotters Get Gorgeous Guide, I talked to people, I talked to women, and, and some women, this is exactly what they did. One woman said how, you know, she just cannot stand sleeping on hotel sheets, so she just packs a suitcase with her own high-thread couch sheets in them. She just had to have 800-thread count sheets, and I, I can certainly understand that. Then I have a girlfriend who's a travel writer who's a swimmer, and she said, you know, the minute that they get to their hotel, they immediately check the temperature in the pool. If it's not warm enough, they tell the general manager so that by two hours later, when they're ready to take a swim, the pool will be nice and warm. So that's certainly, you know, one of the most unusual things that I've ever heard anybody travel with. I, I must say I agree because I've never heard anyone say, I, oh, my goodness, I forgot my pool thermometer. I must go back. <laughs> we, we, right, we can't exactly. continue this trip or I must go somewhere. To, now, if I forget my water pick, I do find a place to buy one no matter where I am. But the pool thermometer, well, it's – but, hey, look, if you're a swimmer, it's a good tip. What can I say? Right. Uh, so how about – organization when you travel? Because, you know, we tend to throw everything into the bags and, and when you get there... Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I have discovered something really fabulous. And what I do is um, after I buy pillowcases or sheets, I take those wonderful plastic clear zippered bags and I use them as compartments in my luggage. So, like, in one of those little zippered bags, I might put all my bathing suits and cover-ups. In another one, I might put my formal wear if I'm going on a cruise. On another one, in another one of those little bags, I might put my sports wear. And I find that when I throw them in the suitcase, number one, everything stays organized. And number two, because they're in plastic bags, if your luggage gets wet or something spills, 
your clothes are still safe. So that's an excellent tip to repurpose those different plastic bags from pillowcases and sheets. Um, another thing that I strongly suggest people do is that they scan their passport into their cell phone. And what I do, I keep a photocopy of my passport with me at all times, and I keep the real passport in the hotel space. Now, that's a good idea. That way you can, you're not going to lose it. And then, because if you lose it, that's a whole other story. You're going to end up at the American oh, yeah. Embassy in whatever city, which you know you're not going to get one immediately. And then you can't travel anywhere. You are stuck. Now, if you're stuck in Paris, that's one thing. But you, ch- chances are you won't be stuck there. You'll be stuck in some city that you can't wait to leave and <laughs> you can't get out because you don't have a passport. Right, exactly. Right. Before exactly. 9-11, you could go places with no passport. Now you can't even, you know, enter the airport without a passport. So in right. wrapping up, Debbie, what are some, let's go just a list of your very favorite uh, travel tips for some take-home advice that you can leave our listeners with. Okay. Well, like I said before, um, definitely take a silk or satin pillowcase. Uh, definitely take slimming snacks. Um, take a great moisturizer for the plane that you can um, you put on your face on the plane and in your hotel room. And really, last but not least, you should always travel. Always bring, always, your sense of humor because it doesn't weigh anything and it easily goes through customs. That's a great tip. And it might make the customs people not look through all your bags if you smile at them, right? Yes, exactly. Pull you aside and, and, and look through absolutely everything. And the, and the other tip that I do recommend, too, are earplugs because I am oh, very yeah. conscious of ambient noise from anywhere. And sometimes at a hotel, you're going to end up on the ice machine. You're going to end up over a the dining room. And they're having to be having a, a party until 4 a.m., or a or a band. I remember I was in Rancho La Puerta and I heard this noise. It's a wonderful little little casita, and and it was such a wonderful, relaxing. I finally had a great day, and I was about to go to sleep. I'm hearing this noise, this this music, the Mexican music pounding, and of course I called the desk and I said, "What's going on? I can't believe you're having a party for people who are going to you know wake up at five a.m." They go, "Oh no, 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 that's in another town." And we hear it over oh my the hills gosh. and around because it echoes. So I said, "For and how long is this going to last?" Go, oh, the whole week. <laughs> they were having a festival. Oh no! Said, oh no! But thank goodness I had my Mac earplugs, which I love. They're little silicone earplugs, and they look they can fit in an elephant's ear if you have one in each ear. So I cut them into two, small, and then I put them in, and they really block out everything. And they're good for if you have a husband who snores, a partner who snores. I mean, it's just or any noise that you want to block out. So I always say earplugs. Right. And, you, and you know, the other point. thing that I'm always with is a sleep mask. I even sleep in a sleep mask when I'm home because I've become so accustomed to wearing one when I travel. But it blocks out all the noise. It's great to use in a hotel room. It's great to use on the plane. It's great to use if you're at the airport and you have an opportunity, to, you know, you have a really long layover. You can just... Uh, find a little spot, curl up, put on your eye shades, and go take a nap. Right. Now, if you can only bring your own comforter, because they never wash comforters in between guests. So you're really you're sleeping on somebody else's blanket that everybody else has slept on. 
And that is kind of disgusting, yeah. but you don't want to think about it. So when you say bring right. your own sheet, maybe you just put it over. Sometimes you put it underneath so you're not necessarily sleeping on the blanket that everyone has used. And, and there is an epidemic right. of bed bugs around, which is so yeah. totally disgusting. So it, it kind of makes sense not to um, um, even, if you can, bring something that will protect you from somebody else's blanket. <laughs> that that right. would be great. And so you know, want to know something else? Do you know what the dirtiest thing is in a hotel room? No. It's the remote for the TV. And what people recommend is that you take a plastic shower cap and put it over the remote and then press the buttons through the shower cap because that thing is usually filthy. That's or Purell, I would think, right? And clean it. Clean or it Purell, over. yep. That's another good tip. Yeah. Well, where can we find all of your tips? Well, um, the Globetrotters Get Gorgeous Guide is available on Amazon.com. And do you have a blog? Yes, I have a blog um, on my website at www.gorgeousglobetrotter.com. And on my blog, um, I post about all kinds of travel tips and beauty tips and cosmetic tips and tips for your honeymoon and fashion tips and food tips and diet tips. So it's all there on my blog, and people can also sign up to have it easily delivered into their inbox. Well, thank you so much for being with us and sharing all these tips. I will I will pass them along to my daughter, and hopefully Lori and I will be going on a trip soon. Right, Lori? That's what we're going to do. That's right. what we plan on, my new, on our new Gulfstream jet. So, Sounds good. Have thank, a bon voyage. Thank you so much. And everyone, that's our show. Thank you again, Debbie, for being with us. Thank you, Lori, as always. And thank you all for listening. This is Jane Wilkins-Michael. I will see you next week. Until then, be wise, be well, be better than before. Have a question for Jane and want to be on the next Better Than Before show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. The Jane Wilkins Michael Show is brought to you by Express Scripts and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.